And welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. Uh, we are recording. Whew, it's a hot one. Man. It man. Is, it is, man, it's a hot one. In the words of Carlos DVX Santana, mm-hmm. it is a hot one. He wrote those. Rob Thomas just said them. Don't look it up. That's a true story. So this week, we are, uh, again, tackling some different teams, some teams chosen at random, some teams that I don't know. Some of them are obscure, a little obscure. Some of them are pretty well-known. For instance, we were going to talk about our first one. Oh, hi, Jason Kurt, joining us live from Kennesaw, Georgia. Who was going to be the first one we were going to talk about tonight? Uh, you had just mentioned USC. Mm-hmm. Now, let's clarify. That would be <clears throat> Southern Southern Cal, are we still correct? Are we still having this fight? Oh, unfortunately, we God. are still having this fight. Yes, apologies to the nine people in South Carolina who will tell you that we were a state before they were a school, and uh, just don't Google it. Just don't Google it. I don't believe in Google. Only use Dogpile. Is this what it's like to live in Tbilisi? I think what's so. That, what's that mean? Where, oh, well, you know, the real Georgia is over here. Georgia, Georgia oh, 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 oh. Here before Georgia, therefore we have to, yeah. We were a country before they were a debtor's colony. Mm-hmm. Let me just rewind and suggest that historical arguments coming out of the state of South Carolina presented with great passion should probably be probably be ignored. <laughs> <laughs> Good rule of thumb. Uh, we're we're going to call you the, the, the Constantinople Gamecocks. That'll solve everything. <laughs> Meet my son, Bort Sumter. Yeah, <laughs> Bort Sumter. Yeah, where'd you get that name? Crazy. I know. Everyone likes Charleston. Charleston's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess in some way we are inadvertently getting fueled to the fire by talking about South Carolina for the first minute and a half of our USC preview. <laughs> mm, might, might have. Maybe maybe they got a point there. <laughs> Shit. Oh, let's, no. let's talk about the real USC, because you know what? You can't spell ter- Carlos Santana without... It's, yeah. You, I, I got yeah. there. You do the, you do the math yourself. I don't have to hold your hand. Carlos Santana. More like Carless Santana. Carlos. I assume they're Carless Santana because the NCAA is watching. Uh, Yeah, so if they're going to do anything, you know how they're going to have to cheat? They're going to have to be what about it? Huh? Without ripples? Shut up. Yeah. I hate you. They're going to have to play the game of love. They're going to have to be smooth. Yes, they're going to have to be smooth. <laughs> oh, I already hate this episode. Anyway. Uh, I, same, same. Uh, USC. Now, here's the fun part. Uh, what are some things that you, you know about USC? Um, first of all, what's their coach's name? Y'all? Clay Travis. Well, Clay. Randy Travis. Senator, Randy. Senator Clay Davis. Senator Clay, that's close. That's close. Um, again, we've pointed this out before, um, and we're not going to help you out, by the way. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to talk about USC, <laughs> Todd help. you either know their, yeah, Todd help. You, you, you go, you have to go back to, uh, one of the bowl episodes and listen because we literally did an entire episode about, um, no one knows who USC's coach is. So dig back in the vaults, go find it. Let we me don't know this. which one it was. I think USC's coach should be like, uh, Sia. I think USC's sure. coach should just be. Wear a wig that <laughs> covers, just hides the whole identity. And or they can be like a luchador and wear the, the mask and protect their public identity. Because it's not gone real well for the last, like, you know, two coaches there. So you might want to try something else. It's kind of like, like Captain America, how there's like three Captain Americas at any one time. Like one of them has the shield, one of them has the suit, one of them has the hat. Uh, one of them is a Hydra double agent. You know, like one one of them. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, sorry for those of you who um, read Captain America and didn't know that. I guess. Um, Yeah, one was you know one was born before World War II. One is pretty young. You know, there's a USC coach. Which one is it? Who cares? It's all of them. It's none of them. But let me share with you. You're the coach of USC. Now, when you think about USC, by the way, like. That's, I mean, that's like, you're thinking this is a top shelf, like, brand that, that I don't quite understand, right? I'm like, oh, man, USC's real important. I'm like, 
I don't know anything about what they mean to like the city of Los Angeles or culturally what they are. Like I see people in the stands. Mm-hmm. I know it's a private school, so they have money, but like they can't be like they're not filling up that whole stadium, right? Like who roots for USC? That's what I want to know. Is it like one of these things like an LA Miami town where they're like we barely cling to society anyway. We're just rooting for whoever scores a lot of points. I mean, if you if you wait until I'm going to estimate week seven of the Rams season, you're going to see a lot of USC fans. A lot of yeah, USC drive, fans. Yeah, drive <laughs> right, back, right back to Papa. Stan Cranky, the most important contributor to fan attendance. So when they USC. said after each USC coaching search that, oh, I think Jeff Fisher could have been the man to get this place packed again, they, they were right. They were not wrong. That's a brilliant observation. <laughs> I really hadn't thought of that, that Jeff Fisher actually Jeff Fisher yeah. orchestrated all this just because he loved his alma mater so much. He helped drive the St. Louis Rams into perfect mediocrity, knowing they would wind up back in L.A. Remember this when Lane He's, Kiffin gets he, the Chargers job. <laughs> and they also wind up in L.A. <laughs> this is Every all for the NFL. glory of Troy. All for the glory of Troy. Yeah, that and that and this that that USC is great because if they want a player and the USC happens to be really good, they're going to get that player. Yeah. USC will not an eighteen year old uh, with USC on their recruiting visit is going to go there. That's that's just going to happen. Yeah, they you have, lose. They have Juju Smith Schuster. He's awesome. They have Dory Jackson. He's also awesome. They uh, have they they lead they lead the league in like like. Players who are awesome who uh, will lose four games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. that's been the thing. You're like, man, how did they lose four or five games with those people on roster? Well, let me, let me tell you a little something about Lane Kiffin, and then let me tell you a little something about about Steve Sarkeesian. Which, by the way, have you heard anything about Steve Sarkeesian? Nope, at all. Not a word. Uh, he went to uh, he went to treatment. I think he was still. Su- I think he's still in a lawsuit with USC, but I honestly don't know what the status of that is. All of us are. That's true. I mean, like that was. March. We filed a class action, and mm-hmm. we'll be getting uh, like free postage stamps or something. It's I mean, that was. I mean, that was that was March, and then after that, nothing. Nothing. Like, that, although, absolutely although let's nothing. Be, let's be clear, that might be a good sign. That'd be a real good sign for Steve Sarkeesian. Because I'm just going to throw it out there. There are other people with a history of alcohol problems who can't stay out of the news. It's not going great for them right now. Gig them. Hmm. Um, Perhaps other 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 people who uh, were big names in our sport for a while. Who's to say? Hmm. Um, yeah. Boy, I could you imagine know, that. The other, the other good news for Steve Sarkeesian, uh, he does not have to play this. He does not have to coach this USC schedule because it is rough. It's very rough. Yeah, we, we've said this. We've said this about like, did we pick anybody? Like everybody in the the Pac-12 North, we were like, oh, their schedule is pretty manageable. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone in the Pac-12 South, we've gone, whoo. Yeah, but <laughs> but so so part of USC's challenge this year is that the entire front seven pretty much is turning over. Um, and in their first three weeks, they're going to play Alabama, the reigning national champion, at a neutral site. And they're going to play the reigning Rose Bowl winner and conference champion, Stanford, on the road. Two teams that, based on their history, are not who you want to be retooling your defensive front against. That seems bad. It does seem bad. That's my analysis. USC, this seems bad. Hmm, that's good. And and y'all y'all should know that uh, Ryan was actually typing out notes before this show. That's so right. That's right. a lot of a lot of consideration went into that analysis. Me, and I, I, I have to agree with it. Because because I made an offer to listeners of this podcast to PayPal me money to not talk about their teams and nobody took me up on it. So fuck so it. Damn, I'm gonna talk about your team. Your teams are getting spoke on. I mean this whole schedule is uh ooh, no. Like your your other two out of conference games, one is Notre Dame. Yep. I don't yep. know why you insist on playing Notre Dame because one of you always loses that game. In case you missed it, uh, the other is Utah State. Why the hell did you ever play Utah State? They're pretty good mid major. Never play those. Never. Yeah, especially if I mean I don't know. This is one of those things where you go, we don't know much about toss salads and scrambled eggs. Because oh, remember, oh, way to give it away, you son of oh, a bitch. I, I'm gonna bleep. We it. don't know. I'm gonna go we back and bleep know. it. 
No, just move, just here, just here. just stop. Move on. I'm gonna no, recut. It. Re- recut it. You can dub this over it. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Thank you. There. You can take that, recut it, put it over it. Okay. So yeah, we don't know anything about um there you go. Hiring another person who's like like actually USC went a step further. We pointed this out before. They not only hired an offensive coordinator, they hired one with, with no real head coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that was the problem. They did bring back Clancy Pendergast, who has had a lot of defensive success at USC before. That's not necessarily mm-hmm. going to help. Uh, going to help with a new quarterback getting broken in, but whatever. Now this schedule sucks. The schedule straight. This schedule is straight bad. You got to play. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you? Stanford can I, can and I tell Oregon you, from the what north. A yeah. Go ahead. Just just Stanford, Oregon, and Washington from the north. Yeah. No, Ryan, I was, I was going to say this. Who do they, after facing body blow Stanford, if you, by the way, here's your body blow, like your body blow lineup. Yep. You st- you start with Bama. Yep. Ow. Then you go home, you play Utah State, and they'll make you run all over mm-hmm. the place and work because they're pesky and they don't give up, even if they're going to get hammered. Then you go to Stanford. Yep. And then you have to go on the road to Utah. On Six days later, on short rest. On short rest. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, the good news is you're going to play Arizona State and Colorado after that at home, and and USC is probably going to dump truck both of those teams just because they're going to be sick of being dump trucked themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's healthy. That's that's how it works. It's a circle of life. But man, that four game stretch to finish is just Oregon at Washington at UCLA, Notre Dame at home. Isn't that great? I mean, I, I will say this. If USC puts together uh, a good season here, that means they are legit as hell. There will be no room to sort of argue that the Pac-12 is weak or, you know, USC is just skating by. Like, this is this is one of the toughest looking schedules that we've previewed so far, I think. I don't know if either of you disagree with that. Dude, uh, this, this this is the toughest schedule we've looked at, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, can I also give you who their offensive line coach is? Please do. Uh, J- Jason, do you do you pick up this little nugget? Uh, it's not coming to mind. Okay, that that'd be that'd be former UAB head coach Neil Calloway, aka <laughs> the guy who ran Georgia's kind of often indifferent lines hmm. when he was at UGA. So, so like I don't know. That's that's not that doesn't seem super promising to me, in the least. So I, I yeah, this feels like a seven win team. I mean, the good news is with a schedule this tough, you have some leeway as a first year head coach who will not be named. God damn it, Spencer. Um, Play Travis to potentially <laughs> to potentially stumble. Seven would be bad. Seven I think would not. Be bad. I think I think this is a seven and five team. It, it might be. That will be bad for them if it is, because that means they have the games they should win on this schedule are let's say both the Arizona games, Colorado, Cal, uh, Utah State, and maybe we'll we'll even throw in Utah there. I, I think I'll, we'll, I'll say UCLA as well. Okay. UCLA lost a lost a number of players. Okay, that's, USC's USC's got the talent edge. It's not really a road game. Yeah. Um, Boy, the rest of these games. I mean, yeah, I mean there's, try, try, there's still a lot of question marks on here, but... Pick, I'll pick. say 8-4. and four. I mean, USC is really talented, and uh, I don't know. It feels like sometimes we in general, not the three of us, but just really everybody in general, sort of overrate coaches a little bit. And USC, if they get replacement-level coach... Uh, and literally, there is mo- no coach more qualified to be a replacement level coach than this man because he's been this for about three or four years now, literally replacing other coaches. If they just get totally average coaching, they got a lot of five stars, man. So I mean, if if you can if you can't get eight wins with with this roster, that's yeah. that's pretty bad. I, I think it, no can, matter how damn hard the schedule. If is. they can make it through the first four games with a split and then they can sort of pick up some momentum before the bye week, then they can hit those last five games, Cal and the four you mentioned, Spencer, and hopefully have some things figured out. I mean, yeah, Notre Dame is a, is not a fun team to have on your schedule this year necessarily, but it's a hell of a lot better to play them 
November 26th than it is September 26th when you're still figuring some things out. So, I mean, the the good news to having this really rough backstretch is some of the youth will be figured out. You may have, you know, solved some of your problems and things will sort them, in theory, sort themselves out. You may also be just a cratering, smoldering wreck at this point. Who's to say? That's the beauty of this game. <laughs> the beauty of it is someone gets gets laughed at. Yeah. It's it's I... like it's like if the game of life were honest, because everybody makes it to the end of that game, and there should be some that end real quick. <laughs> Damn. Sometimes that car should just go off the side. Just saying, Parker Brothers, whoever makes it. I would um I I'm I just think that this is Anytime you have a first-year person, there's just a game you lose when you don't even really know what you're doing, how you're doing it. It's all out of control. You can point to a first-year coach every single time. There's at least one game where it's clear that, I don't know, somebody forgot to turn the headsets on. I mean, Les Miles had this with like a super talented roster at LSU in his first year. He had, okay, maybe he's a bad example because um, Les still sometimes has those. But you know what I'm saying. There's a game... Um, there's a game, they're going to drop it. Like, if you told me, yeah, they're going to drop a game to Colorado in year one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd buy it, because that, that kind of shit just happens. If well, you doubt me, if you doubt me, uh, Alabama, under Nick Saban. I think okay? it, does, it does not help that, I don't, this hire and the hiring process, because the coach of this USC team was hired pretty early, as I recall. Uh, yeah, they didn't really. Yeah. They didn't really. You know, there were a lot of names floated, and a lot of you know bigger name candidates talked about. I don't really. I mean, the counterpoint is that they've tried the go get the big splashy up and coming name, and that hasn't worked out. I don't know that this. The pendulum may have swung in a weirdly wrong direction here. I look forward to finding out because USC fans will definitely be calm and patient about it. Um, yeah, they'll be very, very calm and very, very patient, and um, they'll have to go root for the Rams. Oh, we already talked about that. Not happening. Yeah. No, come on. I need some faith here in an NFL squad. Come on. They'll both, they'll both win seven games or eight. Come on. You know that's true. <laughs> that much we can guarantee. Go Clippers. <laughs> um, hey, let's talk about another team with a coach that nobody can name. And, and I honestly don't know that anybody can do this. Uh who? Missouri. Who is your coach? Where did he come from? That's Barry Adam from Memphis, uh, from Mizzou by way of Memphis. Barry what? Wow. Barry Odom? Ooh, what see, did I say? See, you said Barry Adam. Did I say Adam? He did. That's stupid. Adam. Who would have the last name yeah. Adam? I meant Odom. <laughs> Barry, like not, Barry. Even, not, even, not even Barry Adams, just Barry Adam. A-T-O-M? Like he's a Thomas Pynchon character? Yeah, like Dr. Yeah. Barry Atom. Atom Man. Uh, yeah, this is not... I want to tell you exactly what I know about Mizzou. And that's that if they came on last year, I, I threw my TV in a lake. They Did, did Mizzou low-key have the weirdest year of anybody last year? Well, the, did they threaten to boycott a game? They threatened to boycott a game. Their starting their promising young starting quarterback got like suspended, kicked off the team, on and off. Uh, they played one of the ugliest games of the year against UConn. Then they followed it with an uglier game. And they played ten of the other ugliest games as well. Georgia. And then at the end of the season, despite all of this, uh, of course they they lose Gary Pinkle, their la longtime head coach, leaving for health reasons, which was shocking and unexpected. And then they get the Nebraska offer of, hey, uh, turns out we had some cancellations. We're going down the guest list for the wedding here. You're welcome to come. And they said, now nah, we're good. Now nah, our our five and seven ass is gonna stay home because we don't wanna, <laughs> we don't want to put on nice shoes. Uh, yeah, there. That is that is my favorite thing that happened last year. Missouri just favorite saying thing. no thanks to a bowl game. Nope, <laughs> it's just declining more football. Missouri declining to play Georgia State in the Cure Bowl, <laughs> no which is, is basically where they would have gone. No, nope, nope. <laughs> we, we you, talked you about it and we agreed that this was best. That we have a DNR for Missouri football this year. <laughs> That's the best part. Like 
hey, you know, this cancer is treatable. Nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> which, which Gary Pinkle's cancer is treatable. I just made that joke and then realized that their coach resigned because it's he had fine. cancer. It's, stand, it's standing. People will know that's your fine. shame. <laughs> At least palms still too hairy to hide. This is the show where we delete the factual names of coaches but leave in uh, Spencer's cancer jokes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Why do you listen to us? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The, DN, uh, the DNR is a good one, too, because really Mizzou just was like, no, nah, pull the plug on this whole thing. So I guess my question is, does last year tell us anything about 2016? We want to, and then after column after column saying, yeah. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like Mizzou was like let's let's do let's be together and let's have more of this thing we created. Nope. 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 Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that a lot. Oh, That's I, like a soccer soccer move. You know, like soccer and soccer managers and players, like when they quit or when they protest, the despair is so clear in a way that it isn't in a lot of sports, right? Like managers just quit. Amongst Roy them. Hodge. Go ahead. Um, amongst the other crazy things that happened in Mizzou that I didn't mention, one of their best defensive players almost died in a car accident and missed the whole season. And meanwhile, the story in the SEC was some people don't want to keep less miles, but then they change their mind. Like that, that was big news because it was LSU. M- meanwhile, Missouri was accidentally burning down its own barn, and everybody was like, nah, man. Les Miles, he stepped in cow poop again. Let's talk about that. That's relevant. <laughs> We'd rather discuss this than anything your football team is even thinking about doing. So, <clears throat> preview. Uh, so, last so year, Mizzou scored, I think, roughly six points. Uh, yeah, Missouri and, finished and, next to last in the country in points per game. And that was with a coaching staff that had a long record of producing good offenses yep. in previous years. Yeah. Now they're taken over by, I believe, a former linebacker, mm-hmm. which uh, is usually a real a real kick in the pants for the offense. We just want to protect the ball. So are we saying they're going to score five points this year? Five point seven. Are they going to average? I, no, oh, I, I, I want to be clear. I did not mean average five point seven. I mean in a game at some point they will right. score five point seven points. Well, they. They do. They do play at South Carolina, so that's a that's a five point seven point game. Okay. I feel like every team I mean, plays Will Muschamp because I just like pointing out to the two of you that Will Muschamp is on uh, schedules as he appears. That's great. It's wonderful for him. I'm very excited to see him succeed. Uh, Mizzou at West Virginia. <laughs> How'd yeah. that happen? Yeah, that's a they, this this Missouri schedule is littered with. Road trips you might regret. Two more oh, in town. Good. Two, two Baton at Rouge. West Virginia, at LSU. Two, at this, Florida. Two at North Carolina. Yeah. Does this not look like the weirdest college visitation schedule ever? Yeah, this is this is this is basically like, oh, my uh, my SAT scores did not come in the way I thought they would. We gotta plan some weird trips. <laughs> have you have you thought about any place with a timber sports team? Can you swing an axe, son? There are scholarships for that. What about what about, I'm a about rifle majoring team? in? I'm I'm going to major in auto theft. <laughs> Do you want a riflery scholarship? And are you not? Are you ineligible to join the army because of some things in your past? West yeah. Virginia, they win the uh, the 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 riflery, the NCAA riflery. They win that like every year. Yeah, their mascot. Which, as you their expect. mascot is a man shooting things. Their mascot has a gun. And not in a fun way. Not in like the fun cartoonish way. He has no, like a, he has like a, it's a this, gun. This is these are my woods gun. <laughs> Am I being detained? He says. He's 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 like he's he's sort of like a two real Lorax. I speak for these trees. And they said your ass needs to turn yeah, around. A- I need to see a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> what are your what are your what are your thoughts on taxes and sovereignty? Tell well, me. I have a few. <laughs> if you got I, time, bet you do. I will say this, uh, Mizzou, you get to play Eastern Michigan, so I got one guaranteed ego boosting slaughter. Hey, I'll give you another Delaware State. Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. By the way, is this the schedule where you don't? Is this the schedule where you just don't fault them for scheduling any of these? You're like, mm, yeah, stack up on that. 
Sure. Good Delaware State. Mm. I mean, yeah. you potentially a, you potentially a, do because these were probably scheduled when Missouri was good and going to no, SEC no, championships. We ignore all that. Context. Okay, that's fine. Never mind. Ain't nobody cool. trying to hear all that. Yeah. They these schedules they fill them out uh, uh, in in February, I believe. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, they say, "Hey, it was free." Delaware State steps up. Yeah, um, I, I have I have no idea what to make of this, this uh, team, this MT, schedule, none uh, of it. MT, MTSU could whip your ass. Yeah, sure. Could, that could happen. If you can't score points, MTSU could come in and easily beat you. It wouldn't even, honestly, like that's not a surprise here. I don't see a game on here that if nothing much changes from last year that they can change. I know that there was a lot going I on mean, last year. I mean, by definition, a lot, has, a lot will change from last year. If it doesn't, uh, yeah. if it doesn't, you hit a gypsy with your car. <laughs> so, the home road splits are, are are pretty favorable for the most part. If yeah. you give them EMU and Delaware State, that's two. Okay. If you give them Mitsu, that's three. Um, you get UK and Vanderbilt at home. You should win. Um, it. You should win at least one of those. Is that fair? You better win both of those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so now we're up to five. Uh, and then Georgia, you, Arkansas. You sprinkle something on somebody elsewhere, and you're in a bowl. Okay. Yeah, I mean, South Carolina on the road, that could be a win. West Virginia, you know, is I don't think is such a complete product at this point that we would be shocked if they... Disaster would not be shocking from them. Yeah, I, I think a bowl game is potentially reachable, but I just I don't know what this team is. I don't know who they are. I don't think they know. I'm gonna. Oh, they have a uh, they have a good defensive line. Sure, you can okay. always say that about Mizzou, whether cool. you know anything or not. They have Charles Harris. He's a good uh, he's a good end, and we'll just assume the rest is good because hey, it always is. Okay. Um, but I, I I I six and six seems fine to me. Might that might seem uh, bold, but any any uh, any, any record between. Nine and three and three and nine seems fine to me. <laughs> it really does. I don't care what we pick. So and six and six is square in the middle of that. So I'm fine with it. But I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead five and seven. Okay. Feels like five. Feels like five and seventeen. But will like, they? I can but will they take the, off. This year they take the bowl trip. <laughs> yeah, this year they'll take it, man. This they year. need practice, right? Yeah. Gotta, hey, man. Gotta hey. take it this year. We're building. This I is a building year. I will tell you though the the end of that schedule, the <laughs> like I kind of think that maybe like if South Carolina really like puts out the plate full of booty that they could put out this year, right? Then you're looking at like they might win that. That could be competitive. Sure, uh, they'll beat Vandy. That's gonna then, that's gonna be a, a rock fight. Just a terrible rock fight. Oh, and then they have to play. Their last two games, they have to play Tennessee and Arkansas. Oh God, Arkansas is just going to sit on them. Till they That's cry. November, Arkansas. As we recall, over the last two years, uh, Burt only gets more and more powerful as the season goes along, and he gains momentum. By late November, Arkansas is just at full supreme. Just it's like a like a pallet of Jimmy John's dropped on your head. Remember, they're 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 a team of mass. It takes I, a while to get them moving. I think but once you, they do, they have inertia. I think if you're Missouri, you have two goals this year. One is official. It's just sort of, oh, rebuild, build for the future, blah, 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 try to make a bowl. The things that sound good in a press conference. That's fine. Your unofficial goal, fuck somebody else's ear up. The advantage yeah, of yeah. having this schedule where you do play a real, a real interesting road schedule and you play some teams late in the season that may be contending for something, whether it's a bull bid themselves, whether it's something higher than that, just try to ruin somebody's day this year. And that would yeah, be worth it. Yeah, just to be able to say to Tennessee, guess what? You're boycotting the playoff. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Can wow. you think of something like like more crippling, though? If you wanted to do the happiest possible alignment of the stars for – Mizzou, it is this. It is to absolutely ruin Tennessee's season and like to take Tennessee's season. Like when Tennessee's like just almost in first place because of some incredibly mediocre SEC East rolling out and screwing up every available opportunity for narrative clarity again and again and again, and almost having it, and then dropping a game to a crap Mizzou team in Neyland. Whew. 
I can't believe you yeah. said, I can't believe you said that on the day Pat Summit died. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Why are you going to bring something good and clean and wholesome and wonderful into this podcast? That's true. Pat Summit never had anything to do with Tennessee football. Don't put that on her. <laughs> don't, don't, don't blame her. Actually, don't you dare actually, well, no, Peyton, Peyton did say he came back his senior year because of Pat Summit. So. You, want, you want story time here? Yeah, do it. A little story time? Okay, when Kiffin left, complete power vacuum in terms of recruiting visits coming in. Among the people who took over those recruiting visits, despite her busy schedule, Pat Summit. She helped out with recruiting visits to the University of Tennessee when Kiffin left. We we can't so did, talk so did, about so did, this. So did Bruce Pearl, which if you want the most, wow. if you want the best football recruiting trip ever, it's the one that Bruce Pearl takes you on. Um, we can't talk about this too long because I am legitimately broken up about Pat Summit. So we have to move on now. I, I'm yeah, allowed we, to have feelings yeah, on this I, podcast. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's let's stay in the SEC East, boys. That's where all the action is. Speaking of, if you want to talk about Florida? total lack of emotion, it, here we go. Georgia? No, no. We're talking about some exciting team, maybe. No, we're not. Yeah, t- no, stop. No, stop. We're here. I'll tell you what. We're going to talk about a team led to its best season in school history, and its third best season in school history. By Bear Bryant. <laughs> well, that, that, that's got to be Alabama. No, nope, that's, that's Kentucky, you son of a bitch. You must no. be talking about Maryland. See, see, Bear Bryant, such a wonderful man that he traveled the South before he got to Alabama and built up teams just to raise the Crimson Tide's profile. He understood the value of building a community and not just a mansion. And yes, Alabama is the mansion in this community, but it's about property values and that's a neighborhood thing and this team is the basketball court by the neighborhood pool yeah (laughs) it's real nice too we just resurfaced it don't ask where the money came from um kentucky worldwide hey let's play a fun game uh how many teams has kentucky beat in november since mark stoops got to lexington Mm. it's only it's only Mm. been a couple years so so again, let's rephrase the question. Uh, here. How, none. How, many, uh, how many teams? Sure. Zero. Marks. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say zero. Yeah. Uh, it's not zero. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you guess again. One. Ooh, one is such a good guess. But can you name? Can you name the one? Hell no. That Kentucky beat. Well, it wasn't Florida. Woo! Wasn't no, Florida. No, and they don't play in November. So hang the banner. The answer is Charlotte. 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 The expansion mm. franchise. I mean, I mean, I, I guess that's of FBS schools. They also beat Alabama State uh, in 2013. Yeah, this is a team that has a pattern. The pattern is bad based on the last two years. The pattern is start out strong and look like you're turning the corner. And hey, hey, bowl game, missed you, buddy. We're going to come find you. Oh, no. And then you turn like the corner, shit. but god no, damn it, there's a cliff. There. It's a very it's a very wily e. coyote corner. Oh it's no, the I, pa- I painted it onto the tunnel. Why the the rock, why didn't it turn into a tunnel? It's the Revenant starring Mark Stoops. Not everything is the Revenant, god damn it. Everything is the Revenant. Not everything ah! bad not everything bad is the Revenant. <laughs> Trash beard. However, Absolutely. the Revenant is everything bad. It is. Correct. It is. A, it is a all squares. All rect, All squares are rectangles. Not all rectangles are squares. Thing. You're right. Um, and that is also the path traveled by Kentucky on these many uh, corners. Is it? They take three lefts and then they're just going backward. Is that or two lefts? Yeah, that's what that's, it is. That feels right. Um, yeah, because like last year, did they get out to five and zero or something like that? And then. Yeah, I, I I just remember Kentucky fans yelling at me. You don't have Kentucky in a ball. I think they went. I think they went four like, and one. And I know this because. Wait. Because Spencer, how long has it been since Kentucky beat Florida? I think we're at twenty. Are we? Are we at oh. seventeen years? Oh. Twenty-two years? Something like that. Boy, I can't. I, I think. I think it's twenty. I think we're at twenty-two actually. Okay. I, I think I'm gonna double. That sounds it. about right. I want to say. I want to say it was like. Yeah, I think it's twenty-two years. It's a long time. It's. I'm gonna double check this because I don't. Do do. do. I'm, I'm editing all this out to sound crisp. No, we don't, no, we don't do that. No, we don't. We don't. Uh, the current win streak, 
29 games. 29? 29! 29 games. So you're going for 30. We're going for the mortgage, baby! We're going to pay off that mortgage! (laughs) Wow. What kind of of chump-ass terms you working with, son? Yeah, um, this was... They they lost this game last year, fourteen to nine. Mm, they yeah. lost this game in twenty fourteen, thirty six to thirty, in a very specious triple overtime game, with, mm-hmm. where Jeff Driscoll benefited from uh, probably a missed call, but whatever. He still lost. They lost it twenty four to seven in twenty. I mean, I can keep going, but the Kentucky fans aren't listening anymore, so I won't. Yeah. Now I will say, you want to say nice things? Sure. Uh, I like. They, they got a good offensive coordinator. They got Eddie Grant. They have a good play. offensive coordinator. They have a potentially good quarterback in Drew Barker, who was something like the number six quarterback in his recruiting class in in 2014. Yeah, you know they have a they have a quarterback who's also his name is Gunner Hoke. They have which, a, they have a running back who's nicknamed Boom. Yeah, no, Boom Williams is fun. Yeah, I like Boom a lot. Also. Do you know who his partner in the backfield is? Yeah. SEC all-name team, first first team, first vote, unanimous pick, JoJo Kemp. Boom and JoJo. That is, JoJo and Boom nah. is definitely <sighs> like a uh, R&B group from 1992 that didn't quite make it. Regional only. <laughs> they were, dude, they were so big at the state fair. Yeah. Kentucky was the region. Kentucky, Kentucky was the R&B group. <laughs> That's fine. Some place um, where you where you can still do real well still in mixed tapes. Um, tapes. The good news is the the schedule's a little more balanced this year for Kentucky. It's not all uh, the easy games up front and the cake and the uh, and the struggle on the back. The bad news is part of that is that you play Alabama on the road October first. So cool. Yeah, that's who you pull out of the West. Congratulations. They also pulled Mississippi State. Not exactly the prettiest pull. Uh, that the uh, <clears throat> game with which was on CBS only two years ago. Yeah. Might yeah. I remind you. That was a Saturday spotlight game just two years ago. Never yeah. forget. I would also give you this, that um, they don't have any linebackers. It's no. real, real, really not good when you're going to be playing some of these teams without a, a single linebacker, particularly when you're looking at, like, I don't know, you know, Georgia, Alabama, some teams that are just going to like to run the ball, even Tennessee. So, even, yeah. even Southern Miss is not like as Florida, as Louisville. Not, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could lose to Southern Miss. You could lose to Southern Miss at home in week one. They're that not, could happen. That That's a, that's not the same Southern Miss team. Granted, they did lose their head coach, but they showed that they weren't nearly the dregs they used to be. Uh, it's a, Southern Miss is a little. Two or three years in, in the in the in the valley, that, that's pretty much over. All so right. you could lose to Southern Miss. Let's do this one game by game. Um, I'm just going to ask you both. You just say win loss. Ready? Southern Miss, go. Loss. Loss. <laughs> Jesus. I'll, I'm such a pessimist, man. Jason? I'm a pessimist about the Jason? ACC. Um, well, I'll say win. Okay. So I mean, yeah. Sure. All right, at Florida. Loss. Yep. Spencer's saying that loss. loss. I'm not even asking. Uh, New Mexico yep. State, I assume we're going to give them that, that win. Sure. So they're either 2-1 and one or 1-2. One and two. South Carolina at home. I have this as a loss. I remember that because I changed it uh, okay. just a couple days ago. Okay. Spencer? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a win. Okay. So they're back to 2-2 two and two on both years. At Alabama, <laughs> loss. 2-3. and three. Vanderbilt. At home. I like that we didn't we didn't even entertain that. No, no. There's there's if I, I swear to God, if Kentucky there's, if Kentucky beats Alabama on the road, I will go to I will go to a Kentucky game of, of anyone's choice and sing the national anthem. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, two and three, Vanderbilt at home. Oh, that's a win. Sandy's awful. They're real bad. Jason's not sure. sure. I mean, I don't. What is Kentucky good at? I know Vanderbilt should have an okay defense. What Kentucky should have an okay offense? Yeah, I don't care. It's in Lexington. Win, sure. Okay, three and three. Mississippi State at home. Uh, you skipped one. Bye week. Bye week. Bye week. The classic Kentucky win. Isn't is is that around midnight madness? Yeah, probably. (laughs) That's a win. Uh, Mississippi State at home. 
they're powering up. <laughs> All right. <come> <laughs> now, now Kentucky's at full strength for the rivalry. All right. After Coach Cal's appeared in Fast and Furious 9, uh, they have Mississippi State at home. Uh, that's, uh, that's a loss for Kentucky. I know Mississippi State allegedly doesn't have shit this year. I don't care. That's Jason, a loss. Jason? I'll, I'll say a win. Okay. Four and three, three and four at Missouri. Loss. Win. Okay. <laughs> back, back to four and more. Uh, Georgia at home. Loss. Loss. Four and five at Tennessee. Super turbo loss. <laughs> yeah, super gigantor loss. Four and six, Austin P at home. Win. Win. Five and six. And we get to the end of the season. They yeah. have to beat Louisville on the road to get bowl eligible. Will they do it? Spencer Hall. No, sir. <laughs> Jason Kirk. Just a spiteful, disgusting loss in, in Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. Put him, like, put him down. You're going to lose by like 12. Put him it'll down. It'll so much worse. Put I think down it'll be for like five 19. and seven. No, this will be like 19, 12. Put, yeah. them, put them down <clears throat> for five and seven. Y'all, y'all, got, y'all took different paths. It was fun to watch. One took the high road, and Spencer, you took the low road. Uh, but <laughs> I always do. All roads lead to five and seven in Lexington. <laughs> All roads, all roads lead to the Elite Eight. <laughs> um, oh God, we still got two teams to preview. Just pick, <laughs> just pick one: Cal or Oklahoma State. I don't care. Make a terrible time. Yeah. This, uh. this is our most Southern po- podcast leisurely. <laughs> just sipping these these USC takes from a mason jar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We cured him. We cured him for over three hours. Okay. They said uh, y'all want to talk about USC, and we said, "Well, listen. Well, I'll tell you who the real USC is. If you, uh, if you your cool, savior, let's... Christ. That's who." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk let's about see, Cal. Let's just talk about Cal talk... super quick. Let's do about... uh, Hi, here's here's my Cal hot take. You got better three years in a row. So did Jared Goff. Jared Goff's gone now, and he didn't get you above eight wins. I don't feel great about you. <laughs> yeah. Whew, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Because uh, oh, people but, will oh, say. Oh, but Jake Spavadol's here. Because you have to do this. Cal generally pulls in so little talent that if they have a quarterback that people notice, you could just assume that his own value over replacement player, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be immense. Like, if a Cal quarterback gets you to seven wins, oh, man. That's impressive. Can either of you name a player on Cal's roster? No. Whew. No, can't do I can, it. I can, I can name one, a true freshman, Demetrius Robertson, a wide receiver. Oh, was he the they one who took, was he the one who took that, forever to commit? He was the one who, who ended up signing in, uh, like, May. Because, because why not? When you're a five-star wide receiver, you do what you want. Because Kirby uh, Smart's already losing recruits. Good. Yeah, Kirk, Kirby Smart failed to secure the borders and it lost his loot. Is, is, Hemorrhaging talent all across the country. Are you trying uh, to say? Are you trying to say that a Nick Saban defense, a Nick Saban assistant, is having problems recruiting offensive talent? Hmm. Concerning. That, Concerning. No, some would he, say because he recruited, a, he kept a quarterback, and that's a big difference. Um, yeah, I mean, they start out in Sydney. That's fun. They play. Yeah. They, the the, the it, first the first half of the schedule is mostly like. Games that you're gonna probably half watch but not care about. I think, you know, the Texas game you'll probably watch just because you'll do it out of morbid curiosity. The Hawaii games in Australia. Uh, you have to watch the Hawaii thing. The other Friday. of these, you'll you'll learn about them. Yeah. You'll, you'll 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 see them on the ticker. Arizona, St- Cal, Texas. That ending will be that ending. That game will end in a vine. Right. That's all you need to know. Yeah, so maybe maybe you're talking about a Cal team that's got three, maybe even four wins after the first half of the season. Four and two. Wow, that's generous from a Stanford fan. Wow. I, I believe that I believe that Stanford makes other teams great, just by proximity. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, but then the back half of the schedule. Oh, death and woe await you here. It's Man. Bad. You get to play. Quite possibly the Pac-12 six best teams all in a row. Yep. <laughs> yep. Without a break. 
One of them includes a game. And if, if Utah's not Pullman. in that mix, you do play them earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, 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 four and eight. I don't care anything as long as it's low. Can I can I give you versus? Uh, here's the fun fun fact. Do it uh, uh, against USC, Stanford, UCLA, and Oregon. Uh, what is Sonny Dyke's record? Zero and everything. <laughs> Zero for twelve, son. Zero. I, I think on my board I have Cal at two and ten. Wow, that's <laughs> so so so. You're saying they're not going? Oh, hold on. You're saying they're going to be? I assume Hawaii and San Diego State. Well. Or are you saying they dropped the Hawaii game? <laughs> so you're going to beat Hawaii. Um, oh, then they drop. Okay. I like them uh, dropping the Hawaii uh, game in Sydney first. <laughs> San Diego State's pretty good, and you're going there. Okay. And yeah. California's a big state, so, you know, it's not the other side of the world, but sure. that's, a, that's a little trip. It's something. You beat, um, Oregon. You beat Oregon State. Oregon State's got nothing. Yeah, Oregon State's nothing. You beat Hawaii and Oregon State. Um <sighs> And uh, you celebrate the fact that you have a five-star on the roster. Uh, Sonny Dykes goes to Houston. Uh, and you, uh, I don't know. I like, I know. in my mind, it's not even the University of. He just leaves. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go live. Just, I'm just going to go live in Houston now. I'm getting Astros season tickets. I need to gain. I need to. I need to get some cheap real estate and gain 35 pounds. I'm going to move to Houston. Just live in Port Arthur. I love James Harden. He doesn't play defense either. <laughs> Perfect. That kind of town. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what are you giving him, Spencer? Uh, man, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna be a little more generous. I'm gonna say three and nine, but they they aren't. I mean, you just show me one piece of free candy that they None. pull out of this pinata. I don't my, see any. Found. Yeah. Found found. Yeah. Three, three and nine. Split it. That's fine. Oh uh, man. And now. Let's talk about the nastiest. No, I have no. I have no hot take on this team. Oklahoma State uh, looks. I, I honestly would not be shocked if they did exactly the same thing they did last year, where they rip off a bunch of wins to start the year. In part because they play almost no one of uh, uh. serious talent. I mean, Pitt. Pitt is not a bad team. Uh, Baylor, well, um, and Texas, sure, maybe. And then they're going to end the year with TCU and uh, Oklahoma both on the road. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked to see them do the same thing where they rack up a bunch of wins and everybody's like, oh, don't forget about Oklahoma State. And then they just lay two eggs at the end of the season. I feel like this year, if they were to start 7-0 and or whatever, that would, that would, that would, you'd have to take notice of that. Because beating Pitt this year, that's going to be uh, worth, worth, worth mention at least. Sure. Winning at Baylor. Mm-hmm. Winning at Baylor. Uh, Sure, it's still at Baylor. Beating Texas, sure, everyone beats Texas. But again, Texas is going nine and three this year, as we've established. A confident, this, this, a confident nine and three, mind I, you. I will <laughs> never sign up for this. I will never. I think this this year, if you go, if you if you start five and zero or whatever, uh, people won't laugh at you. Last okay. year, they kind of bullshitted their way to six and zero or whatever, and no one cared for good reason because it it obviously it, it was very deceptive. But the, the only road game in that first six game stretch is the the game at Baylor, which even though we haven't previewed Baylor, uh, um, so yeah, so it's all home games. <laughs> if we keep, if we keep putting it off, maybe we just I, won't. The 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 numbers just refuse to talk about Baylor, and I appreciate them doing that. Thank you, random Twitter followers who just pick numbers when I ask you to. You are the ones that make this go. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they return a bunch of starters. Uh, the bad side of that is that their they're running attack and their offensive line is kind of garbage. They were ninth in the Big 12 last year in rushing yards per game. Um, yeah, and there's there's not much to point to that rushing game really sort of improving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mason Rudolph so. is a person. He seems fine. Yeah. I mean, the people get excited about Mason Rudolph. To me, I don't know, man. You do this shit for some years, and you just uh, – that's a big 12 quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, sure, 5,000 yards. Will it matter? I don't know. Yeah, Rudolph, Mason, Mason, Rudolph. Doesn't matter. That's, yeah. one, of the, one of those is a serial killer, but that's fine. <laughs> he, does, he, he, does, he does pass the quarterback test of having the name that goes forward and backwards. That's, that's true. How they, that's how they pick him, right? That's makes true. It makes sense either way. Although just Rudolph like, is just really like Sirhan Sirhan. Yeah, hey, a legendary quarterback. 
boy, I had like nine jokes off that, and I'm going to cut all of them off in my head. Wow, um, good job. Yeah, thanks. The um, this is just a team that that they'll they'll be productive. They'll get a produ- they'll get production out of their quarterback. They'll play just enough defense, right? Sometimes a little more than that. Um, they're pretty good at home. And they have a soft schedule. I mean, Mike Gundy. This is the amazing thing to me. Mike Gundy's still coach. Sure. Like after years and years and years of, oh, he's going to go somewhere else. We are sitting here looking at Mike Gundy as like, is he? He's not the longest tenured Big Twelve coach, but is he second? If you take out Bill Snyder's sort of like vacation. Ooh, um, I, I think he's the second longest tenured Big Twelve coach. That's that's probably right. I mean, I could look it up, and I will. But yeah, it's a it, fact now. Lock it down, I guess. I mean, I guess. Well, no. I, are we counting Gary Patterson since they weren't in the Big Twelve the whole time? Nope. Nope. Okay. You don't yeah. count Gary. Then yeah, we would have. We would have if we weren't cherry picking evidence. It's but. it's him, and then you have to go all the way. Then you have to go all the way way back to Bill Snyder's. Second time on the job. Everybody Snyder started over. He doesn't count either. No, no, no. But I'm saying if you just count, count. The t- that time, um, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of turnover in the Big Twelve, except at Oklahoma State. Did he fuck up not leaving? He might have. He might have uh, missed his window. Maybe, maybe, he, he comes back, maybe he comes back around again because you know, hey, maybe Baylor moves out the way a little bit now. He's also know, made a lot reasons. of money. He's also made a lot of money in the process, so. Maybe maybe Bob Stoops goes away at some point. Oklahoma dips for a few years. Maybe Oklahoma State's got another window coming. Sure, if you say so. I mean, oh, that's a maybe. Okay. I mean, what, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Stick around and get paid three million dollars a year? That's true. I, I think know. that's I think that's that's probably what he's thinking, right? He's he's probably thinking, you know, ah. Uh, how much money? Because really, how much money has he spent in Stillwater, Oklahoma? Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, houses cost what seventy five dollars there. I do hope. I, I do. I do hope that T Boone has it set up like a like a uh, like a mining operation or something, and he only gets paid in company store credit, and he can only buy Oklahoma State po- like he can only get Oklahoma State polos and shit. He gets very little cash. Yeah, and uh, and and hair product. Mm-hmm. That's probably just oil. That's yeah, stuff it's, he literally, it's just literal oil. Yeah, he has nowhere else to put it. Just every <laughs> so it guts the damn much oil. <laughs> just rub it on myself every day. 